Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's Waffle Box time. I don't even know what that means. No one knows what it means, but it's provocative. <gasps> no, it's not. It gets the people going. Ah, you know what old Jack Burton always says at a time like this? My crotch is itchy. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. Now don't call me Shirley. What would you do if you had a million dollars? Two chicks at the same time, man. I just thank the Lord you didn't live to see our son as a mermaid. You killed a hooker! Call girls! No, she was Cyril, when they're dead, they're just hookers! This time we are sure she's a woman, right? Why do you want to listen to the TV with the stereo on? Because I like the party. Let's do this! Ooh. Welcome to Wobblebox, the podcast where we talk about anything, everything, and nothing all at the same time. Coming up on episode 17, we have a tennis player who's achieved more in her 18 years than I have in twice her lifetime. Thanks. Um, we also have a Spanish bishop that decided to switch teams. Mm. Uh, we, we also have cryptocurrency bringing down a nation. And then, of course, pushes movie review. I am Mike Fish, and I am joined by that man, Mr. Order the... Push Hayes. Horrible. good, Push Hayes. How you doing, my man? <laughs> you gave me the super duper extra pause, but you know what, my man? It's my favorite day of the week. Waffle Box Podcast. It's the best part of Wednesdays, folks. You gotta tell your friends to be a part of this journey with me and the man, Mr. Mike Fish. It's the best way to celebrate being halfway to the weekend. That's all I, I say. So what have you been up to? What have you been up to? How was your weekend? Weekend was good, dude. We uh, it was very mellow. We just hung out, um, saw a couple movies. I know at the uh, end of last week's episode, I said I'm going to review a movie with Oscar Isaac and Tiffany Haddish called The Card Counter. FY, fantastic film. But we switched things up, man, and we're going to be talking about *Malignant*, which is just bonkers, insane. I'll talk more about that later. But I, uh, I just before we started, got the chance to see the pilot episode of heels on the stars network uh, i don't know if you've seen that or heard about it isn't that the one starring steven steven amell from uh, cw's arrow yes sir yes sir and i believe also cm punk who we were speaking about last week makes a he's a, a character in that right he is if he is he has not shown up in the pilot oh, but, okay. um, i know he worked back a lot with steven in like preparing him for the role and things like that yeah, I believe he appears super duper pro wrestling fan. So this was, uh, yeah, it was on my radar. I checked it out. I, uh, I'm impressed with the first episode. You know, it's 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 not the only story in pro wrestling, but it is a story in pro wrestling, and they they hit a lot of the nails right on the head. Um, I'm looking forward to checking out episode two after we're done with our recording. To be honest, well, isn't that one of those stars? One of those another one of those networks where you have to pay a monthly fee to see it. Yeah, it's it's a it's a traditionally a cable channel, but yeah, they got an app too. Everyone's got an app, but there it is. How much is it? Uh, probably eight bucks, nine bucks. Yeah, I I definitely wouldn't go out of my way to get stars for this thing. Um, but if you if you got it, check it out. Uh, I'm sure it'll be on Netflix before we know it. Stars seems to go like, yes, I like cashing checks from Netflix as well. We, we like having our direct consumers, but then we like also taking money from other people as well. Thank you, Netflix. Or just Google. Stars free trial, I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be on iTunes and all that shit too. Yeah. But yeah, maybe I'll check it out. Um, 
What did I do? What did I do this weekend? This weekend, I just what did you do, Mike Fish? I just sat on a beach. Hey, that's nice. Yeah, I drove down to the Joyzy Shore. All right. Saturday afternoon, sat on the beach all day, and then went out for some drinks, and then fell asleep, and then woke up and went back to the beach again. It's quite nice. Yeah. Right. Literally, all I did. And you didn't burn. That's that's great, man. No, I, I probably. Maybe a little bit on my forehead, maybe because yeah. uh, I think that might be a shadow. But yeah, hey man, you didn't burn. You're all right. Yeah. If you got a if you got a base tan, that's okay. It's, yeah, it's dangerous now. I'm going a little bit thin on top. Mm-hmm. I have to be more careful. Yeah, it, it's but, it's all going away anyways. Don't worry. Because that's that's the scary part is when you start putting the the lotion on your head. And no. you, just, <laughs> you just have to keep. Each time you go to the beach, you realize you're going further and further back, and you're like, oh. Mm-hmm. Where's my hair gone? Uh, it's just part of life. You get used to it. Getting get old. Getting old. Uh, speaking of looking back and our ages, let's mm-hmm. go back, shall we? Down memory mm-hmm. lane. Uh, Chris, what was you doing when you was eighteen years old? I was uh, still a senior in high school. Yeah, that it. That's the story. I mean, I had a part-time job. I smoked a lot of dope. I tried to hook up with girls. I grad. I went to independent study the first semester and took took nine courses that I needed to just get done. And then my second semester, I went back to my original high school and I only had three courses the entire day, two of which I literally phoned in. And that was it, man. It was, it, 18 was a pretty good year. So you, then, you literally phoned it in? Uh, yeah, I would. I would sleep in. I would then call my, I would call the high school and say, please connect me to the art department. And then the teacher would uh, pick up and he'd be like, hello. And I'd be like, hey man, Steve-O here. And he'd be like, oh, okay. Are you coming in today? I was like, I'm already here, man. Don't worry about it. And I'll, I'll catch up with you later. He went, okay, I'll put you down. And that was it, man. I would show up maybe once a week, once a month, show him some sketches from like four months ago. And he'd be like, this is very good. This is very, I'd already taken the class freshman year, man. I'm literally just, you have to take X number of credits to graduate. And I'm just trying to like ride out everything else, you know? So you literally coined the phrase phoning in. No, but I definitely, definitely got to be in a position where I, I definitely exercised it. Oh, good for you. Well, do you know what I wasn't doing at age 18? What were you doing at age 18? No, because what I wasn't doing at age 18. Because I, I did nothing. I, I wasn't even smoking weed. I was just being a boring. I think I was a full time worker. I think I'd I bet you worked out of education. Jacks. I was dropped out of education. I was already full time employed, earning money, buying stuff that I didn't need. Mm-hmm. But what I wasn't doing is winning a Grand Slam in tennis, mm-hmm. which is what we're talking about first. Because I, I'd heard through the. I, I must admit, I'm not a big tennis guy. I don't really mm. pay that much attention to the old tennis world. I thought but this was a particular interesting subject. I was like, I didn't indeed. know Mike was into tennis. All right, let's, let's hear more about this. No, You're I've... now tuning into Tennis Talk with Mike and Kush, already on the Waffle Box. Change ends. Is that what I do? Change sides. New balls, please. Mm. I was doing an NPR thing, or at least I thought I was. But anyways. It's just this nice docile tone that's telling you what you're listening to right now. And you're currently listening to Tennis Talk with Mike and Kush on Waffle Box. It's now 11 p.m. Welcome to Late Night Tennis Talk. 
That's the quiet storm. But anyway, tennis talk. <laughs> yeah, so a young lady. So this is an This is okay. This is a great story in many levels. Because one, it's an inspirational story because an 18-year-old won a major grand slam in tennis or in mm-hmm. any sport. That's pretty damn impressive. Mm-hmm. But it's also a great metaphor for the world in there. Hey man, we all need to stir the pot and get to know each other and mix it up because it's all mm-hmm. gonna be better for the world in the future. Because Emma Raducanu. Raducanu. Raducanu, who is born from a, she's 18 years old, born from a Romanian father, a Chinese mother, born in Canada, grew up in Great Britain. She now represents Great Britain in tennis. And she's crushing it. Literally, so this is, uh, I just thought at first, 18 year old winning Grand Slam, that's pretty awesome. Until I find out the stats in that literally she she's just started pretty much just started playing tennis like professionally like oh, okay four months ago three months two months ago three July, months ago june june <laughs> and she usually like she had to go through all the qualifiers because obviously she wasn't seated so she had to qualify for the u.s open mm-hmm. and as far as i'm aware i'm pretty sure i saw it she is like the first person ever to win at least the US Open by qualifying. It's normally one of the big guns that win in. But mm-hmm. she just crushed it. I mean, mm-hmm. listen to the stat. Like, so she is the first British female winner at the US, uh, US Open since Virginia Wade in 1968. She is the first qualifier in the Open era to win a great. Okay, so it's not even just the US Open. Wimbledon, the Australian Open, the other Opens that I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's several. But she's mm-hmm. the first ever qualifier to win one of these. She's the youngest women's Grand Slam champion since mm-hmm. Maria Sharapova. Sharapova. 2004. The youngest British person to win a Grand Slam title. The first woman to win the US Open without dropping a single set. I don't know much about tennis, but even I know that's goddamn impressive. Mm-hmm. Since Serena Williams in 2014. Like. Speaking of Serena Williams, her they, they have a, a movie coming out about uh, her father, King Richard's going to star Will Smith. He's swinging hard for that little gold trophy in February, and uh, he might get it with this one. However, the whole thing is about how hard he was on uh, Venus and Serena Williams, like just from birth. Like He's like, I had a 70 page outline about how their lives would be, and I've just been pushing them to be tennis players this entire time. And then this young lady, Raducanu, does it in three months. Every, just what a waste everything time in three did. months. Like King Williams, what a waste of time. Yeah, it's just yeah. I, I want I want the movie. I want her movie to be. She she watched the Will Smith film. She's she's all just like deep into it, and then she gets up and she goes to her first tennis match and she wins that one. And then we get a montage, and then she goes to the the, the Grand Slam final here at the U.S. Open. She kills that, and then she's like, "See how easy that was? Yeah, I don't, why are you working so hard? This is easy." But so this is how so I was reading the article on the BBC website, the British Broadcasting Corporation, um, which is funny, quite funny. So two weeks ago, so the final was only on Saturday night, I believe. Mm-hmm. So two weeks ago, Radicano had a flight book back to the UK just in case she did not come through the qualifiers. So she was Completely like realistic, hedging her bets. Um, mm-hmm. 17 days later, she wins the trophy. 
Um, and then 17 days, by the way, this tournament took 17 fucking days. It's long. That's insane. Okay. Like the playoffs don't take that long. Okay. In any sport. Well, don't they? I'm pretty sure. I oh, do. I don't know. I mean, well, it's quite you. Basketball was that best of seven nonsense. Yeah. That's, you know, you can't have a point here. Man. This is tennis talk with Kush and Mike. So yeah, now I have to overstep you. All right. This is... Just edit that out. Um, so then this is someone who two months ago was collecting her A-level results, which for those that don't speak English and only speak American. So that's basically, she was graduating college okay. in the UK, uh, two months ago. And yes, yeah, so she'd only made her WTA, which I'm going to assume is the women's tennis association. Um, or maybe not, maybe it's the world tennis. I don't know. Answers in, answers not in the important. comments. Uh, main draw That's debut in June. So, yeah, she only started professionally in June. That's um, amazing. But it was quite funny. It was like at the end of the article, it was like, but Radu Kanu always believed. Did she? She booked her flight home. The, well, I understand. Like she, she even sustained an injury during the, the, her final, the final finals or whatever against uh, Canada's own Layla Fernandez, who, by the way, Layla Fernandez has got to be hanging pretty low. Like, again, well, she's only 17, I think. She's 19, and oh, 19. she's probably been doing this for at least a decade. Where, again, this chick just picked it up back in June and just went, see how easy this is? Look, I just hit the ball. Am I holding this at the right end? Am I look, doing it's this? a cute skirt. I look good in it. All right, I hit the ball. So, so you hit it to me and I hit it back? Okay, okay we could do that. Oh, see, see, I'll do it again. I won. Oh, awesome. I enjoy this. Oh. And then they oh, hand you her. didn't hit the ball. <laughs> Does that mean That's you lose? My... Does that mean you lose? That's my Rowdy Cannon impersonation. Uh. So yeah, so she picked up 1.8 million pounds, which probably about two million dollars. Two and a half, two and a half million dollars. That's not bad That's for an 18 year old for 17 great. days work. It's pretty I'll take that. Great. I... I read that she is now obviously number one in the UK in the in the British uh, circuit, but well, not number twenty three worldwide. But they, I was reading it, but they they update after what? So I think it's like saying on Monday on Monday. So I guess two days ago, she became mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, so yes, British number one, and uh, then number twenty three worldwide. But do we was she even ranked worldwide going into this, or is she just, was not? That's why just, she just had to qualify. Wow. So she makes Absolutely. her debut in the charts at number 23. I just hit the ball. So yeah. easy. I like my shoes. So, so moral of the story is if you want to create a tennis star for, as your child so you can live vicariously through them and earn money through them, don't do all this like 75 dossier, page dossier thing and whipping your children. Play tennis, play tennis, play tennis. Just, just hook up with style Romanian just, or a Chinese player. This you chick just happened to have a natural talent, and just yeah, that's uh, it's definitely a big congratulations, and we'll we're gonna see what happens going forward. This not, winning this thing this early might actually be the worst thing for her career long term. Oh yeah, because next next tournament, what do you do? All eyes yeah. gonna be on her. How do you? How, yeah, how do how do you defend this? How do you, how do you sustain? It's gonna be there. What's who's was that? Um, the other female tennis player that doing really well when she was young. 
the Williams sisters? No. Oh my god. Oh. Mm. There was like yeah, a documentary about her. Oh, nice. Good for her. I think she's half African, half Asian. Oh, I can't remember her name. But yeah, so that was the same thing. Where can you say that? I don't know if we can say that. Can you? Say... No, wait, hold on. Hold on. Okay, we, we're getting where you can't say that. Don't. She was half something and half something else. And she I mean, I'm sorry, was pretty good. But again, mix it up. Mix, mix it, it up. up yo. Stir up the pot and you'll be a good to go. You'll be a winner. Mm-hmm. Um, next. But yeah, congratulations, MI Radical. I salute you as a yeah. Finnish fellow job, British shit. person who's born in Canada. You have made your queen proud. Emma, she, rather she sent her a letter. She sent her a letter. Only a letter? Yeah. We're, we're not going to have well, I don't think the queen's up on the... Maybe she the queen have a number, so she couldn't text her. Yo, queen... Wouldn't, no. that, be, oh, wouldn't that be hilarious just getting a text yeah. message from the queen? It's like, just GG. Just do it. Maggie, call her. Game. Good game. Um, yes, yeah, so next topic is... This so. has been Tennis Talk with Mike and Kush. Thank you for listening on the on the Waffle Box Pod. Now we're going to change subjects into some satanic erotica. Yeah, I need more. I need I need I need a choir behind producer producer Jerry. Can we get a choir behind me in this one? Um, the audio listeners are going to be very impressed with what I put in there. But uh, if you're watching on the video, sorry, I just can't be bothered to edit the video that well. Um, so Spanish bishop quits his job. Oh my god. Um, normally Pretty I give him monkeys, uh, but this Spanish bishop, Xavier Novell, resigned mm-hmm. last month. Uh, the Roman Catholic Church cited strictly personal reasons without going into detail. That's fair, that's fair. So, these are personal. Yeah, so a little bit of backstory about this guy. He, I think he's 52, 52. now. Mm-hmm. He joined uh, age 41 in 2010, became Spain's youngest bishop. Well, I think um, he's been around longer than that, but he was the youngest bishop at 41. Right. So again, if you haven't heard this story, let me... Uh, you don't just jump into... Bishop no, is no, definitely no. not an entry-level position in the no. Catholic Church. Um, so backstory before we get to the punchline of this. So he's been so he's been there now for 11 years. He quits for personal reasons. Now, he backed so-called conversion therapy for mm-hmm. gay people. Yeah, the pray mm-hmm. the gay away. Pray the gay away. So you might think, you know, what was that? It is that that came up against him? No, 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 no. no. It's pretty controversial stuff. He carried out exorcisms. Interesting. I mean, definitely a definitely a fantastic conversation starter at parties. That's like, but that's 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 a scam. So that's a racket. That is. Yeah, I'm just gonna come in. Yeah. Some people believe well, in this shit, man. I mean, the, from what I understand, bucks. the Catholic Church goes to great means to like, no, we don't want to do this. Like, we don't. One, we don't believe you, but two, we don't want to do this. Like. It, like it, to get an exorcism, some seriously crazy shit has to be happening, whether it's real or not. <laughs> like some green how, how vomit coming out. That. Might maybe it happens. Some naughty stuff with the crucifix. I've seen the movie. It's weird. 
documentary slash movie. Yeah. It's not natural. Children have to get sucked into the TV. Well, the problem is people do die from those exorcisms. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah. It's an easy way Anyways. to say you got rid of the demon. Anyway, anyway. So yeah, so this guy who wanted to cure gay people and carry that exorcism, he was seen as a rising star in the Spain's Catholic Church. He's For a sure. go-getter. Look at this young whippersnapper. Carrying the ball, man. He's Keep moving on him. forward. He'll be big one day. Um, so his, his decision to resign with the Vatican, with Vatican's approval came as a surprise last month. He even met with the Pope himself to talk about this decision. Now you might be um, wondering, well, what did, he, what did he do? What did he do? Why? What is he doing now? Um, so also he is, so he is now uh, looking for, Okay, so he's not actually doing this. So he's looking for a job in the Barcelona area as an agronom ag, ag, agron, agronomist. Agronomist. Well, what does that do? So I looked that up. It's an expert in the science of soil management and crop production. Okay, Woo! as a farmer, rock and roll, baby. As a fucking um, farmer, that's great. So, what did he do? So. He, wait, I've skipped something here, haven't I? Where's so now? I mean, he's got a very controversial history in the within the Catholic Church. That's definitely where you go with things, but it gets crazier. Yeah, so he has fallen in love. Oh, it's a love story. It's a love Maybe story. Maybe the greatest sin with a young. No, I'm not gonna say young. She's divorcee as well. Oh my okay. God, does this guy just stop? Sinning, um, Sylvia Cabalol, a psychologist and a erotic novelist. Ooh, she sounds so like a swinging chick. So, some of her books include <laughs> titles such as The Hell of Gabriel's Lust and the Amnesia Trilogy. Uh, in the blurb of one of her books, the reader is promised a journey into sadism, madness, and lust, and a struggle between good and evil, God and Satan, with a plot to shake one's values and religious beliefs. So why wouldn't this guy fall in love with her? They obviously Sounds like some wild shit. mesh so well. Mm -hmm. So obviously, yeah, so he... Um, so the, the she's a psychologist or a therapist? Says psychologist in this psychologist. Article. Okay, so she's, she's once got again medical... from the B BBC. Dig it. She got medical training. She yeah. Dig it. Dig it. Dig it. But uh, so this whole thing. So the church is still saying nothing to do with us. If he wants to talk about it, so Tim, we're not. Mm -hmm. I think he's not kind of dead to them now. But uh, he. So in the issue apparently has raised again the issue of celibacy within the church. In earlier interviews, Xavier admitted that in his youth he had fallen in love with an eighteen-year-old girl. Hopefully he was around 18 as well, so it's not something weird. I um, mean, he later wants to marry and have children before deciding on a different path, assuming that different path would be the church. Um, mm -hmm. His change of heart has prompted grumblings within the church. Dominican nun Lucia Karam said that he was out of his mind and criticized his promotion of conversion therapy. Mm -hmm. So, okay, so Lucia, I'm not sure where she stands here, really, because she's saying he's out of his mind. Leaving the church by she, she, she criticized his promotion of conversion therapy, so she wasn't necessarily like 
she's not down with the pray the gay away. Or or is she? She's just kind of like, well, just keep it between us. We'll just well, I mean she's she, of, she's trying to promote it. <laughs> promote we're doing that. Uh, I here's what I think, man. I think I think this is a case of people changing their mind, man. This it's just straight up forward. And and it it took the love of another woman to to show him that, like, hey. Maybe everything going on in this organization I'm a part of isn't good. Like maybe he absolutely believed in that once upon a time, the pray the gay away stuff. Maybe he doesn't anymore. Or maybe he's seen that it yields zero results. Maybe he's maybe he didn't believe in it the entire time, and that's just what the the powers that be told him to push. It's again, there it's one agenda overall. It's you'd like to think these are his exclusive words. They may not be. They may be like, hey. You're going to be the bishop. You're going to say what we're going to tell you to say. That happens. So I hope this is the best case scenario of just love wins. And he met this foxy chick uh, who's got some wild ideas. Like she's just writing books and she's a, a, a psychologist. Like, I don't know. It's, well, maybe. Um, maybe. But yeah, people are allowed to change their mind and just take a different path. He already took one different path. Like he was going to marry an entirely different chick when he was younger and just went, something well we it would be nice to know what changed his mind from that that's again going into the the coventry deciding to become a priest like that's a dramatic dramatic life-changing event indeed something happened well maybe this is my theory you know me i always like to have a theory i like a good fish theory i think story i think there was some pranking going on and just for a laugh one of the other bishops like snuck into his room and like you know, like cut out the innards of that put slipped in a copy of the hell of Gabriel's lust All inside right. the Bible. And so one night he just went back, started reading it. Well, wait a minute, this isn't this isn't right. But I'll tell you what, this is much better than the Bible. This is much juicier. <laughs> I mean, I've read Genesis a thousand times already. Yeah. This is new. And so and then he looked it up. So who wrote such a thing? He like did some cyber stalking. Took him a while because you know he's, I'm sure Not bishops aren't too I'm sure bishops aren't too hot Research. on the old tinternet. And they, you know, got her down and, and did the whole, I reckon, again, hey, hey, what's her name? Hey, hey, Sylvia. Hey, How are you doing? My name's Xavier. Doing? I'm a bishop at the Catholic Call Church. Me Call me X. Mr. Dr. X. Mr. Bishop X. X. Bishop X. It's my new rap name. Um, So I see you've been writing these books. Would you your next book would you like an interview and then she's like yeah and then they've met and then one thing led to another mm-hmm. sylvia and bishop x looking it up <laughs> his mixtape his mixtape is gonna be fire i'll tell you that probably probably i'll tell you what so the story of this whole thing is gonna make a fantastic pbs uh movie of the week and then Really? Because this is now a thing, like I guarantee you, she's gonna have a, a movie option based on one of her three books. I don't know, like, it maybe... might be international, but it's gonna happen. Oh yeah, some not maybe in like five years time on Netflix, there'll be I can like see Italy doing this. I can totally see Spain. Yeah, doing there'll be this. there'll be like a, a Spanish or Italian movie on Netflix where it'd be subtitled and dubbed terribly. Ooh, yeah. I, I'll be there. The hell of Gabriel's lust. The movie. Gabriel's lust. The movie. Starring this guy from something you watched ten years <laughs> ago. Starring Liam Hemsworth. Sits. 
Oh, do you know Jamie Spears? Chris Hemsworth, that's the guy who does Thor, right? Mm-hmm. And his brother's name is Liam. Yeah, nice even I mean, player. even though Liam's doing his thing, I would love just once seeing a trailer where it's starring Chris Hemsworth's brother. Oh, I mean, his, his career would have to take a dramatic change for the worst for that to happen. There's trailers like that out there. So once upon a time, there's this company called Full Moon Entertainment. They're part mm-hmm. of Paramount Pictures. They're responsible for the Puppet Master films, uh, Demonic Dolls, um, lot, lots of very B and C straight to D, straight to VHS content. Okay, VHS. entertaining, but uh, very very little. Bit. It was it's the Asylum before the Asylum, Blumhouse without the extra without the seven uh, figures, and they had like a huge. They still have a huge catalog. Anyway, where I'm going with this is once upon a time they came out with a sci-fi film starring. Stallone, Estevez, Swayze, and one more name that you recognize. And guess what? It was actually Jackie Stallone, Sylvester's mother. It, it might have even been his brother. I forget that gentleman's name as it was called. But then it was, you know, you know, Sal Pacino, Al, Al Pacino's dad. And then it was Joe Estevez as opposed to Emilio. And then it was um, um, the, Patrick Swayze's brother, whose name I'm blanking on right now. But Dave. The, Steve, Steve Swayze, sure. I'm gonna make me up. Why Steve not? Swayze sounds like a cool name. Steve Swayze, yeah, I'm Steve Swayze. <laughs> so, but that's yeah. I would not be surprised if they. Anyway, uh, Liam Hemsworth would have to have a dramatic negative career for that to happen, or at least be a part of that. Is where I went with that. Dash my dreams. Uh, but they this has been um, Dream Killers with Cush Hayes on on the Waffle Box Pod. Next, uh, next story we have. Oh, by the way, an update on last week's story uh, about Michael Jordan's used underwear. Mm. Uh, I checked on the website. Current bid is still $1,200, so it hasn't gone up in a week. So mm-hmm. probably I think that's where it's going to end. But to follow up on my theory about what happened there, I didn't actually notice, but some on the photos that they've uploaded for the listing, mm-hmm. one of the photos... 100% has one of those, you know, the, the, the paper tags that they put in there when you do for your dry cleaning. Sure. That's in the underwear. So he definitely stole his laundry. 100%. Oh. 100. I'm dead. Like, that is definitely it. Michael Jordan had his underwear stolen and put up for auction. I don't believe the story. Creepy. Very creepy. Like, they could have at least taken the bag out if you're going to put it up on auction but whatever um, that is creepy if you didn't miss that check out last week's episode of Box Box for more in depth about Michael Jordan's used panties um, Box Sweet 16 next next week we'll be able to drive and uh, sorry drink in the UK which is nice we'll be 18 Ooh, we're going to be able to vote here we might even have a new governor in California next week wow That'd be exciting. Mm-hmm. Who's, who's who's running? Gavin Newsom, the current governor, is possibly being recalled for such a shitty job that he has been doing. Um, but if he gets recalled, then it will go to a Republican candidate. And that is, uh, they're estimating a gentleman named Larry Elder uh, will, will be the winner of that. But anything can happen. 
This is, the Larry. results are still coming in as we speak right now. The 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 election was last night. Oh, Tuesday last night. Tuesday last night. Oh, yeah. So, well, yeah. keeps up. We, we don't get political here. I don't like uh, Gavin Newsom, but I also think this recall is stupid. It's a waste of time and money, and and sometimes you just have to learn to deal with the cards you're given, kids. He's you can just vote him out of here in two years. That's how that yeah. works. That's how that works. But whatever. Stop starting fires in the forests. See, Mike gets it. Yeah. Just stop Mike doing that it. and you'll be fine. You'll get voted back in. Um, speaking of issues within government, not that we're going to get it political, not that we get political, go and vote. Mm-hmm. Um, once you're in line, they can't kick you out. But uh, anyway. Well, we're um, a religious story. Might as well get some, sprinkle some politics in there. So, But that's the beauty of Waffle Box. We talk about everything and nothing. At the same time. Um, so El Salvador, we're going to go traveling now over to El Salvador, where they took a very, I don't want to say controversial, maybe it's controversial to some, but very interesting decision to Radical make plan. Bitcoin as an official, no, I wouldn't say it's the official currency, but it's um, legal tender yes. in yes. their country. Not a good idea. Not a good Not idea. A good idea. It's a little bit volatile still because basically people like me and there's a lot of people like me, even though I'd like to think I'm unique. A lot of people still have no fucking idea what Bitcoin is. <laughs> and if yes, that is now legal tender in your country, you're fucked. They, I've just, that summarized their story. Mm-hmm. Um, but they yes. had huge problems from what I read in that link to where like so so not only did did the 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 value of Bitcoin itself globally dip, but it like servers were crashing because people had to register for a new digital wallet. Yeah, you have to have a wallet on your phone. Yeah. Which... Just, that's an entire country. An entire country tried to log on to the internet so they could get paid on, and they on thought... Tuesday. What could go wrong? Getting an entire nation to download an app and register. This server will be fine. Yeah. I, I don't think that would have gone well in the United States, and it definitely should not have. I mean, that should have been predicted to go bad in El Salvador. Uh, sorry. Well, so what happened as soon as they made it legal tender, the price of Bitcoin crashed to its lowest amount in almost a month, falling from $52,000 to thirty. So just under forty-three thousand mm-hmm. uh, dollars. Again, I have no idea what that means. It's but... a nine grand dip, which is a lot, but it will climb again. Like so, it's... but what you see is that the the fell caused one of Latin America's poorest countries, El Salvador, to lose three million dollars in a day. Mm-hmm. Now, I did a little bit of research. The GDP annually of El Salvador is around twenty-seven million dollars. So, to lose three million dollars in a day. It's not a good look. Not a good bad, look. Bad day. Bad day at the office, kids. Bad day at the office. Daddy's going to drink a little. Daddy's so, going to be a little wild tonight. The problems, uh, one of the main, is that a lot of places weren't even taking them. Eventually, Starbucks and McDonald's did start accepting Bitcoin in their uh, El Salvador locations. But then also the government, so the government's idea to kind of get people on board with this was to give everyone $30 worth of Bitcoins. Mm-hmm. And that's what dropped the price. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm again, I'm no expert on Bitcoins, but I'm, I know how value of things work. Mm-hmm. If you give something away for 
free, its value drops because people now have it for free. Mm-hmm. This was a, a problem that we had during the first dot-com bubble of the late 90s. And it seemed great on paper, man. Like, doesn't matter what you purchase online, Mike Fish. Shipping is free, okay? <laughs> By the way, shipping is based on volume and weight. And the more you buy, it, the, the heavier it gets. And the heavier it gets, the more expensive it is. But you know what? We're going to take care of that for you. And sometimes shipping is actually more expensive than the product you're buying. It happens depending on where you're getting it from. And that's one of the reasons why, one of many reasons, but one of the reasons why we had the first dot-com bubble burst. There was just, just companies were just taking on way more debt that they could incur. And uh, El Salvador just gave money away yesterday. Bad plan. Bad plan. Um, so, yeah. So they they thought this was going to save everyone. Um, like I say, it fell almost twenty percent at one point. But then one of the, the they were interviewing the guy again. BBC. I got all my stories from BBC this week. Very lazy. Um, but uh, so, Mr. Wright, who is, if I'm getting this correct, which I'm not, because apparently doesn't who say who the fuck this guy is. Um, okay, no, he's an opposition politician. Oh, he's an opposition politician. Of course, he's going to talk shit about this. Um, but Mr. Wright said the Bitcoin was not an apt national currency. I could have told you that. Um, the Bitcoin law has approved in Parliament and was hardly in a debate. It took only about five hours to go through. We're not cryptocurrency or Bitcoin haters, but we don't believe that it should be compulsory that businesses should be obligated to accept Bitcoin payment. No, because it's fake. It doesn't <laughs> it's exist. Not real money. It's not real money. It's like saying, hey, we're going to, I mean, even though it is technically real money, I know before anyone starts going, oh, it is real money. I know what you mean, but. It's it's basically like someone a country going. Do you know what will help? We're now going to accept monopoly money Ooh. as currency. Everyone's got monopoly at home. There you go. That's going to help our That's economy. At least five grand right there. But again, for my full circle point is no one really not enough people know what the hell Bitcoin is. It's too. What's the word? It's too. Uh, volatile was a good volatile earlier yeah Yeah, unstable you can't rely on your national economy for that what these people um but then um one of the where is it so a a shopkeeper in el salvador mr hernandez Mm. um he said he's not put off by the volatility jesus christ i'm struggling today um, I see this as a risk. Yes, but like everything in life, there's a risk. When we own a shop, sometimes we buy a product and we don't sell it. You're oversimplifying the national fucking economy there, pal. Um, <laughs> whenever I see a crisis, though, I see an opportunity. No, this isn't the same as, oh, you know, I bought I bought some stuff at the, re- at the thing and then I put it on sale and no one bought it. Well, well you win some, you lose some. This is the national economy. You are changing your national currency, basically. It's not, it's not a, no, let's give it a go. See if it works. If it don't, eh, no, I'm uh, no yeah. bad, right? No, 
This is big. That was stupid. Am I wrong? No, you're correct. Oh, Salvador. What are you doing to yourself? I mean, I'm sure they still have their original currency, but it's, yeah, it's giving away 30 bucks is not a great idea. And uh, just, you should uh, dull it out over time, you know, integrate it uh, on a day-to-day process, but don't, don't just, you know, mandate that the entire country needs to get this digital wallet today. Because I'm assuming the reason they did that was because their economy is not in a fantastic shape. I'm going to assume. No, no, it's not any better today either. And again, <laughs> I'm not going to give advice to world leaders because who am I? I'm 36 and I haven't even won a tennis tournament yet. But if you're trying to resurrect your national economy because your national economy is failing and you're in debt, don't give away more money. I don't know. Maybe that's, that's just my... My theory, my crazy theory. I'm sure someone out there is going, oh, Mike, you don't know anything. Makes sense to me. I mean, oh, I know I'm a bag of rocks, but that makes sense to me. Instead of Bitcoin, they should have used Dogecoin. Dogecoin. They could still use, they might go to Dogecoin tomorrow. They're the only two currencies, cryptocurrencies. I still don't know where they mine it from. Where? Where are they mining? Who put it there in the, the first place? Web. The deep web on, an, on a dot onion. Oh, I've heard what's in the deep web. I don't want to go mining in that. Might catch it's, something. It's nasty. But there you go. For all that and more, look it up yourself. Because I was about to say we'll pull the articles on our website, but we really don't really have a website. So do your own research. We've told you why we think. It's like watching mainstream news. This is what we finance talk with Mike and Kush, available on wafflebox.pod. We've covered sports. We've covered religion we've covered covered economy what a great podcast we are we're we're very well versed you know a lot of range a lot of range here on the waffle box it's incredible it's incredible now we're gonna go off into a further tangent with our weekly kush's movie review when kush reviews a movie why are you running are you pretending to run? I gotta get to the, to the review. Mike Fish, it's time to cut out the cancer. We are talking about James Wan's brand new horror movie, Malignant. Malignant. It is currently available. It's definitely in theaters, but it's also available if you have an HBO Max subscription. And I gotta tell you, Mike. I know someone who does. That'll do. I can log in with them. There you go. It's available now for the next, until uh, till, uh, October 11th, I believe is how long you'll be able to have access to it. And it is an hour and 51 minutes long. And, you know, it's you know the first hour good... and 21 minutes. It's long, bro. It's oh, yeah. it, it's a slog. I was going to say, as way movies are now, I do love a good movie that's less than two hours. Mm, it's, it's definitely less than two hours, but you feel that less than two hours. You're just like, but by the time we get to that third act, that, that final final half hour, dude, it just it, it goes the hinges get kicked off the door frame and all hell breaks loose and it is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. It's so bad it's good. I hope I hope the boys at Rift Tracks do something with it. I can't wait to see countless YouTube videos about it. I wish I could play a specific scene for you right now. But we just can't do it. 
but we're gonna get demonetized. So you just have to take my word for it. Describe it. What's it about? You asked. Well, let me tell you. So we start off the film. It's it's sometime in the mid '90s. We're in Seattle, Washington. We're at a uh, a hospital facility that handles very special cases. Mike Fish. And very special. We we start off with a a standard definition box frame. And it's a doctor just giving some very dry, you know, information, just like the patient is not responding to anything that we've, you know, tried to get. We've tried to do every main thing we can to separate the two entities from each other and nothing seems to be working near it. And all of a sudden shit starts going crazy. And someone's like, doctor, you got to come right now. And this doctor runs down a hallway. And sure enough, as before she can even get there, a full grown Hulk sized man gets kicked through the metal door and slams into a wall. And they're like, oh my God, she's out of control. And another guy goes in there and you hear, you hear squishes and snaps and breakages. And one more person goes there. They, they try to just close the door and someone actually has like a dart gun rifle. Okay, they're doing this bullshit. We're like, I'm ready. I got that big pink dart in there. We're going to put this bitch down. And before he can even get the 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 the, the barrel of the rifle in there. He is pulled in there and his arm is ripped right out of his socket. My God. They close the door and finally the doctor opens the door and grabs the rifle to find everybody dead and something happens, but sure enough, in a desperation move, she pops like four or five shots into this shadowed entity that we don't get to see. And then she announced, it's time to cut out the cancer. And they take this person behind a shower curtain and you see something screeching and, and, and screaming and it's in pain. And then we just get credits. I know that was a long explanation. But oh, I think that was a, the opening scene. That's just the opening scene, player. Oh, gee, then, it was. Okay. Mm-hmm. So did they cut and out then, the cancer? Well, we, uh, we, we, we go a few years later and we uh, meet a young did, did, woman did, did in did her go, did go like does it go 16.9 now, widescreen? Uh, yes, we, we get into present day 4K resolution widescreen. You know what? I, before, okay, I, I hate that. Like, I appreciate what they're trying to do doing that, mm-hmm. but I just, what do they think they're clever of like, oh, hey, oh, well, you're watching an old is, movie. Oh, psych. Once the doctor has been uh, interrupted in her, uh, in her lecture, it does go to 4K pan and scan. Like, they don't, they don't stick with that resolution the entire time, but. It's just it's just for that one scene, and then she runs, and we're 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 handling 4K resolution again. I'm not an idiot. I don't need you to put shitty resolution on my TV to, for me to get into the moment. Like whatever, that's the same. Because a couple she's of she's using the VHS camera, just... Mike. She's she's giving her her, her video blog. It's all right. Yeah. Whatever. It's all right. It's all right. Anyway, so what happens to this cancer? What does it do? Well, again, we meet a woman. She is pregnant for what is the third time. She has unfortunately had two miscarriages very sad but she's got a deadbeat boyfriend who isn't working uh i think she's a nurse but it's hard to tell he's a drunk and a violent drunk at that and during during an episode of domestic abuse which apparently is a random a, a regular thing around the house all of a sudden something is awakened in the house and this man is violently murdered cops mm-hmm. come by and they're like there's no sign of forced entry. And one cop suspects like, hey man, there's no sign of forced entry. This woman has been beaten multiple times. She's got two miscarriages because of this dumb dumb over here. 
Okay. Like this, uh, it's obvious that this woman murdered this man, uh, but there's not just not enough evidence. So we moved down a couple more months and you know, she's trying to get on with her life. The baby is now dead. Uh, this is now her third miscarriage. Jesus. So sad. So sad. And she's, she's a little traumatized as, as one might be after two miscarriages or even one. And all of a sudden starts seeing visions and she's seeing visions of people being murdered horribly by a creature. She gets the cops involved and they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? You crazy bitch. Like, what do you want us to do about it? What do you like? So the murder has the murder happened or the murder hasn't happened yet. And they, they go to an address and it's like, wow, that's very weird. The, the, this murder scene is that was perfectly described actually happened. Okay. Um, Long story short, turns out that that cancer that was cut out at the beginning of the film was actually a parasitic twin. Do you know what that is, Michael? By the way, spoilers, everybody. Spoilers, 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 spoilers. So was this like a conjoined twin or something like that? Or... Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's, it's crazier than that because it's still relying on all the same organs. Like it's, it would have been twins. But they just the, the, the weaker one just got absorbed into the dominant one. And sure enough, this parasitic twin, its face is right behind this woman's skull. And it has a spinal column and it had arms and all that crazy. What shit. separate arms? So it had four she they, that person had she four, had four arms. arms. This woman had four arms. And uh four legs? Mm, no. Uh negative. But guess what? So here's what they did. They, they once it was time to cut out the cancer, they didn't cut it all out. They were it's, able to remove the rib cage, they just they cut the legs off, move the extra arms. Uh, they tried to cut off as much of the extra face as they could, and then they just pushed the rest back into her skull and sealed it up. And then they just tried to convince her, like, oh no, those voices you're hearing, you're just making those up. Don't worry. It's like um, you're, you're wait, really okay, not wait, hearing okay, voices. Wait, 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 wait. Mike, Mike Fish, I recognize you have a question. Okay, okay. So, so the woman who's been having all these miscarriages is the one that's hosting the other twin. Yes, that is true. So, and it, it, at it's no apparent, point it, it's she... just alleged that hey, remember all those miscarriages you had? This thing was feeding off of it to get stronger. But you said you said it had four arms. It, she had four arms and they cut them off. Oh, I was going to say, she, at no point did she wonder what these other two arms are doing? No, Mike. She cut, they, they removed the rib cage. They removed the arms. I said that. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I you have what, to go back oh, on the tape. I, go, Jerry, go back on the tape. Play it back. You said they, she removed the legs, but she, she had four arms. There's no legs. The, the, Whatever. It's, only the one, it's only the one woman's legs. It, it never got that developed. Did she have two breasts on her back? Negative. Oh. Just a rib, just, just 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 an extra little spinal column. Understood. Carry Don't on. Don't make this weird, dude. Check. Anyways, this thing uh, fed off some miscarriages. Did she have and, an extra uh, sensitive butthole? Mm, they don't get into that. They don't get into that. But the much like uh, the joke is, that's where the other one's vagina would be. Well, buttholes are back. Hashtag buttholes. Hashtag are back. buttholes are back. Buttholes are back. I'm just gonna hang on that buttholes is back. Anyways, at some point again, murders are being taken place. This woman is like 
describing in perfect detail. She is just making herself a bigger suspect, Mike Fish. And at one point, a woman who does a tour group under uh, of, of the Seattle Underground. It's a long story and like a historical thing, but there's a tour you can take and check out Subterranean Seattle. Anyways, a, a tour guide goes missing. And uh, during an interview with the police, they're like, yo, I mean, you've been taking us to all these places where these murders you've been describing in perfect detail have happened and we just don't know what to make of it. And well, we don't want to make you a suspect. You keep making yourself look like a suspect. And then this woman who's been missing for a week breaks herself free. And the way she's being captured, she ends up just falling through the floor through two stories and ends up just in the living room in between the cops and this woman and her sister. And I think one more person is there or whatever. But now they're like, oh, shit, this crazy bitch has been kidnapping people. And so they arrest her. Stan Lee's Marvel Comics, almost all of his superheroes and his supervillains, their powers have manifested from a very psychological or physical trauma that has happened. And this one is no different, my fish. This woman is getting rowed by, by a couple of the chicks inside the can with her. And I'm like, ah, I like you. You're going to be my new best friend and you're going to give me things I want. And, and they, 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 they start beating her down and they start kicking her and just mud hole stomping her. And that's when the creature wakes up, Mike. <clears throat> and sure enough, this face pops out of the back of her head. And remember, she's had her spinal column removed. She had her two extra arms, but she's in control of the body. So, how's that work? Well, it's a lot of running backwards at you, Mike. <laughs> and, and because I'm using my, someone else's body, I got to stab you like this now. All right. Like, but my face is here. And but it, meanwhile, I'm just in like some sort of dormant state, like Quato from Total Recall. Uh, but this bitch all of a sudden becomes like a master ninja parkour jujitsu expert with the strength of three men. Because she murders everybody in the tank with her in the jail. And then she breaks out of the cell by killing a, a guard no, and getting the key. So your, your, your right would be my left. Okay, wait, this one. Here we go. It's a very weird effect because it's clearly just a man, you know, like this. But they put a mask on the back of his head for those blurry shots. And they just have him running backwards. Okay. So is this supposed to be a horror movie? It's supposed to be a horror movie james wan the man responsible I... for saw and he has also done insidious as well as the conjuring series um but he's also done uh 2018's aquaman uh furious seven like he, he he's got range but this is supposed to be a horror movie and oh the scenes i'm telling you about like you're laughing and you should yeah. be laughing because i was laughing and i was ready to give up on this and then this bitch just murders everybody in the cell violently horribly and she gets the keys from the guard after murdering him. And then she murders an entire Seattle police department. Not Everybody. One People are shooting them. guns and she's just stabbing them. Just stab, just stab, 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 stab. <laughs> she, she's flying like, again, this is a, a, a stuntman at one point is doing this with a, a, a mask on. So there are times where you're like, you see, you see that they just, reverse the mask so there's a human face on, on the back of this person's head and she's just doing this but then they've reversed the shot somehow in like after effects or whatever they do whatever they work with there in hollywood all right and it just it looks weird man the, the, the whole thing looks weird and it is hilarious and at some point 
this bitch who was just just violently murdered an entire police department just decides to grab a chair and just throw it at two more cops just just like i mean you you could have just murdered them too but for whatever reason you just acted like a child with a tantrum and just you have to do under a fucking chair at somebody that hits them by the way and they go down he's like <laughs> so do you have a twin was a man hmm? the twin was a man uh, the, well, the twin's name is Gabriel and it's definitely like a, a, a threatening, demonic, masculine dominant voice um, but it could be a girl Gabriel. just Gabriel, just Gabriel whatever <sighs> eventually star, star the, the of woman the hell of Gabriel's body is yeah, well, uh, probably not No, but uh, the, the woman whose body is being used during this entire melee uh she eventually overpowers the demon and she 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 locks it up in a prison inside her mind. Again, we're going with spoilers here. The prison in her mind, Mike. She she much like something Professor Xavier would do in the X-Men, locked her up in a, in a prison inside her mind. Which is, you know, just leaving things open for a sequel. Um so she's like basically like Freddy Krueger now. Maybe. Most likely. I think they would definitely like this to be a franchise. It's James Wan. He, he makes, again, Saw, Fran, uh, Insidious, uh, the, the, um, um, uh, the Conjuring, all, all, all big franchises he's been behind. So I'm sure they would like to make this a fourth one. Um, dude, this movie is bad. Like, that last half hour is amazing. Um, but it's I, so I only want to it's, watch it because I want to see the backwards running person. I think that'd be funny. Yeah. Uh, well, skip forward to the hour twenty minute mark. I think I might. It's, I think I might do that later tonight. I just might stick it on, just fast forward to the last thirty minutes. Just for shits and giggles. And again, I, I hope the guys from Rift Tracks, Mystery Science Theater three thousand, see this movie and they're like, "Wait, this is this has to be our next project. We we have to do this." Oh, yeah, it sounds like the perfect movie for that kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know why why this last half hour is just so hilarious to me. It sounds you'll, like you'll just have to see it. It sounds like they're tempted maybe to do something similar. Was it from is it from dawn to dusk, where it was like an interesting story, mm-hmm. starring George Clooney and Quentin Tarantino, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they just got bored and was like, ah, did, you know what? Just make the last 20, 30 minutes batshit crazy, mm-hmm. and it just goes no because that's. I mean, it's there's definitely two movies going on in that, but you always know that this is leading to a bar full of vampires. In fact, as as it goes on, you're like, why aren't we in the bar of vampires? Why aren't we at the Teddy Twister? But this movie, the entire time, is like, this is supposed to be the scariest thing from James Wan. This is the, the newest thing he's made and the scariest thing he will ever produce. Still, still the next scariest thing, but you have to see mal- malignant, and and I, I don't necessarily know that you do need to see malignant, but. That, yeah, the last half hour is amazing. Uh, I, I can only recommend that. The rest of the movie is just not good. And it's it's long and it's dry and the characters suck. And I, I don't mean to be mean, but there it is. It's um, two out of five. And I'm being very generous with that too because I thought it was so funny. Two out of five for comedy effect. Mm, yeah, yeah. And then I, feel, go, I feel that stunt man went through a lot of work. Uh, you know, oh, it like, sounds horrific. Yeah, like having to run backwards. I don't know. But there you go. Two out of five. Two out of five. So don't check it. Check it out if you are going to check it out on a HBO, HBO Max, 
just fast save yourself fast forward to the last 30 minutes and watch yourself you know a nice 30 minute comedy movie yeah i think i think you're supposed to be shocked like like there was a parasitic twin but that's you 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 should know that going into it like malignant i mean it's it's a malignant tumor it's, it's time to cut out the cancer bless 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 okay well i guess that wraps up i need to get my head around that you know and warm one away once um, so over the next seven days, what have we got coming up on the Postnet family? Well, this Friday, we got Drew Angelman coming back. And we're going to be talking about the final quarter of the year, Mike, and what movies you might want to check out coming out October, November, December, especially. Lots of, lots of great titles. We're going to try and cover as many as we can. And then on top of that, Drew Angelman is coming in to defend his Robin Seto cameo party championship for a third time. I don't know how that's going to go, but uh, I'm, I'm getting ready for that right after this recording. I believe I'm one and two on that. Are you one and two? No, two. Wait. Well, You're I've one lost and one. You lost one. I lost one. Oh, and then mm-hmm. the, the one time I was the other time I was on. Yeah, you've got Microdose. two different stats. You were part of a team at one point. Yeah, my, second time I was on Microdose, we didn't play the cameo party because mm-hmm. Robin wasn't there. And then the next time it was a tag team. Yeah, Claret Big Blue has a victory over me. Yeah, so so singles, 0-1, tag team, 1-0. Mm-hmm. Oh. So there you go. Um, we'll have to check have you back on. that out. Uh, if you want to go, they're all at... What's, what's, the, what's the Twitter handle for Bosnet? Is, is there another The Bosnet dot family slash microdose. No, the Twitter handle. You know, it's all about oh. social media with the kids. At Bosnet brand. At Fish underscore Hayes. At Mr. Mike Fish. At Waffle Box Pod. Um, so as always, you know, if you are watching this and you think you've actually, these guys are fucking ugly, I'd much rather listen to this. You can do so on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and all that good stuff, even on Audible, which is where you get books. But instead of reading a good book, you can just listen to us talk bollocks. Um, but if you are listening to us and you're like, oh, I wonder, these, these guys sound very handsome. I wonder if that's true. Yeah, I look pretty handsome too. Yeah, you can go to our YouTube channel and watch, actually watch the show, um, which is pretty cool. All those links for how you can watch and listen to this show at Wafflebox Pod dot com but until then until next week don't forget to take care of yourselves and each other